Hello, and thank you for listening to another edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm WTOC Sports Director Lindsey Goff, and in case you missed it on Friday night after the Falcons' preseason game, digital anchor Jake Wallace and I broke down the 2021 college football season. We had a look at Georgia Southern, the University of Georgia, Savannah State, Georgia Tech, South Carolina, Clemson, breaking down all of our regional teams and everything you need to know heading into the college football season. If you missed it on air, there are clips of it on our website, WTOC.com, but you can listen to the full special right here on the WTOC Sports Podcast. So without further ado, have a listen and uh, get ready for college football. Jake, it's set to be an exciting year all around for college football. Yeah, absolutely, Lindsay. And no fan base in college football may be more excited for this 2021 season than Georgia Bulldog fans. The team has been close to that elusive national title many times in Kirby Smart's tenure. And once again, many in the sport believe this could be another shot for the dogs. Here's a look. Another season for the Georgia Bulldogs is set to begin, and once again, there are championship aspirations in Athens. This year, many of those hopes rest in a Bulldog offense returning eight starters and coming off their first non-COVID offseason under offensive coordinator Todd Munkett. We have that continuity. We're turning a lot of starters, a lot of great players. Uh, we brought in a great deal of freshmen. And we're excited. Um, we're ready to make explosive plays. Explosiveness is the name of the game in college football these days. In a sport in which the last two national champions have averaged close to 50 points a game, the Dogs hope 2021 is the year in which they provide their own offensive fireworks. Leading the way for Munkin's offense, junior quarterback JT Daniels, who led Georgia to four wins to close out the 2020 season. Daniels took over after recovering from a knee injury suffered in the 2019 season at Southern Cal and finished the season leading Georgia with more than 1,200 yards passing and 10 touchdowns. The dogs say Daniels is entering this season with no shortage of confidence. JT's a different kind of quarterback in a way because he brings a whole lot of swag also to um, he, he brings a California swag with him. His mental growth and maybe his confidence in his relationship with receivers um, and tight ends has improved. He's in a much better uh, position to be confident. He'll have plenty of weapons at his disposal. Even with star wideout George Pickens recovering from the torn ACL he suffered in spring practice, the Dogs boast a stable of skill players most programs would envy. Leading the wide receiver group, Kiaris Jackson, who's back after tying for the team lead with 36 catches a year ago, and Zamir White leads the stable of running backs that rushed for more than 1,700 yards. And you can add in former five-star recruit Eric Gilbert, transferring in after starting eight games at tight end for L. LSU in 2020, the six foot five sophomore will line up at receiver in Athens, and the early reviews are positive. He's as advertised. He's big. He can move. He's a big kid, and he can really move. On defense, Georgia returns just four starters from a unit that was one of the best in the SEC a year ago. 2020's leading tackler, N'Kobe Dean, will guide the defense from his linebacker spot. And tackles Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt will anchor a stout defensive line. Leading sack getter Aziz Ojolari is gone, however, now lining up for the NFL's New York Giants. The Dogs will turn to a number of players to fill that void, including Savannah native Nolan Smith. Every single day in... in uh, our team meetings, we're showing a pass rush of the day. No one's been on there. You know, who's executing moves at a high level? Um, so that's something we're going to continue to look for. But 
you know, there's definitely an opportunity sitting in front of Nolan, and I'm, I'm looking for him to take advantage of it, and I think he has the skill set to do so. What appeared to be a young secondary is getting a boost from the transfer portal. Former Clemson Tiger Darion Kendrick and West Virginia transfer Tyke Smith each joined the Bulldog program entering this season. The two made a combined 40 starts at their previous schools. Now with nearly three weeks to the season opener, head coach Kirby Smart says the team is over 90% vaccinated, but adds his goal is to be at 100%. Well, Lindsay, I think it's safe to say that this Georgia offense is going to be able to score. The key to this season, though, going to be how well that defense plays with all those new faces, and they're going to be tested quick and early. That's right. It all starts right here, September 4th, with that top five showdown against Clemson in Charlotte. That's a huge one for Georgia to really come out and prove themselves early. Yeah, you look at the rest of the schedule, and then, of course, you go right to Halloween weekend where the Dogs take on the Gators, that annual showdown in Jacksonville. The winner of that game has gone on to the SEC title game the last five years. Then in the final week of the regular season, the Dogs make the short trip to Atlanta to renew the rivalry with Georgia Tech for the first time since 2019. Let's take a look at the preseason polls. Georgia are the runaway favorite for first in the SEC East, followed by Florida, Kentucky, Mizzou, Tennessee, Carolina, and Vanderbilt. Alabama picked to win the SEC West. On to Statesboro, where the Eagles have a lot of new names and faces to their offense and possibly some new wrinkles up their sleeves. One week ago, Georgia Southern crossed the bridge over beautiful Eagle Creek, kicking off fall camp. The team boasts a defense that returns eight starters and continuity with its fourth year under coordinator Scott Sloan, along with a dangerous backfield that includes preseason all Sunbelt first team defensive player Derek Canteen, who is entering his redshirt sophomore year. On the offensive side of the ball, the team has its first true quarterback battle in four years with Shy Wirt's departure to the University of Louisville. Out of spring ball, head coach Chad Lunsford had projected redshirt junior Justin Tomlin as the starter, but in the preseason press conference, he threw a curveball. We knew after after fall semester he was not going to be eligible in, in the first few games uh, because of academic reasons. He did a really good job during spring semester, and he did a really good job during the summer to make sure he didn't lose any other uh, eligibility, uh, but he will not be available for the first two games. Lunsford has since said that the front runners for that starting job week one and week two would be redshirt freshman Sam Kennerson or true freshman Cam Ransom. Compete every day. That's what all the quarterbacks are doing. No matter who, no matter who gets a rep, we're all 100 percent. We're all we're all about in. So whoever gets it wins. I'm coming from a spread offense. You know what I'm saying? We're a running team. So it's kind of it's kind of been. An, I'm not going to say tough. It kind of been. A little, little different from what I did in high school, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gradually learning. I'm running it every day with JT teaching me the same thing every day too. Offensive coordinator Doug Roos served as the interim play caller for the final three games last season, but with an entire spring and summer under his belt, the Eagles offense may just have some new wrinkles to it this fall. We're still going to be an option team. We're going to be gun option. Um, you know, there's going to be more tempo involved. You're not going to see as much huddling. We're going to try to run more plays. Um, I, I want to be, and I, and I know Coach Roos is on the same page with this, but I want to be more attacking. You know, I want to be more, let's go set the tone with our offense. Let's, um, let's go make sure the defense is on their heels. Obviously, we'd want to light the scoreboard up a little bit more and, uh, you know, really get in a situation where we can put people away sooner rather than later. With all new assistant coaches on that side of the ball and many new faces under the helmets, the team has options. 
Fifth-year running back J.D. King is a leader, and after an ACL tear last fall, he was back on the practice field. Amari Jones, a senior running back transfer from Tulane who played quarterback in high school, was also taking snaps under center. And former Georgia Tech quarterback James Graham has moved to wide receiver, but he could always remain an option for the Eagles. The seniors were baptized in beautiful Eagle Creek on Monday, signaling that all things are full go in Statesboro. An athletic spokesperson confirmed that currently 61% of the Eagles football team has at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. And athletic director Jared Benko said the plan is for full capacity in the stadium next month. Jake, taking a look at that Eagles schedule, they got four tough games coming out of the starting gate. Yeah, it's going to be a tough month of September, but we're going to know a whole lot about Georgia Southern very, very early on. And then you look at that Arkansas State game on October 2nd, road trips to Troy and South Alabama. The kickoff against the Jaguars on a Thursday night, so quick turnaround before coming home for that game. Halloween weekend against Georgia State. I know a lot of fans are looking forward to that one, and it's another tough stretch to close things out. They are hosting Coastal, and then they're at Texas State, and they host BYU, and then they are on the road at App State. In the Sunbelt preseason coaches poll, Coastal Carolina and App State were tied for first with 44 votes. Georgia State in at third with 24 votes. Southern picked to finish fourth with 20. Troy in at fifth. And in the West Division, Louisiana was picked to win it. Now we're going to stay here at home in Savannah. Head out to the marsh to get a look at the Savannah State Tigers. Team on three, team on three. One, two, three. Team. Team. In 2021, the Savannah State Tigers opened fall camp a little different this time around. In 2020, they didn't have a season. In 2019, the team was picked to finish dead last in the conference, but wound up finishing first. They weren't eligible to play in the postseason that year, so that is where things ended. This year, they're picked to finish first but they still carry that same hunger to win. kind of feel like we like the target on our back. Uh, I feel like um, we're just going to come out and do our job, do everything that our coaches taught us, and we'll probably end up back on the top again. We feel uh, robbed from the 2019 year because we really uh, should have been playing in that CI championship game, but uh, we didn't get to, so uh, we just got to make it back there again and uh, make a little run. Senior running back D'Angelo Durham was named SIAC Preseason Offensive Player of the Year, but he says that's only the beginning. But I still got to go out there during the season and prove myself and prove why I am the player of the year. Durham, coupled with quarterback Devon Gibbons, could provide a hard-to-beat one-two punch on offense. I'm super confident in our offense. Senior linebacker Walter Yates said the defense was able to take the negative of not playing and make it into a positive. I'm a strong believer everything happens for a reason. So uh, I would just, if anything, it helped us. Help some of the young guys get in during the spring and just, I would say it benefited us, honestly, and uh, I just can't wait. Head coach Sean Quinn said that the team is eager to welcome Tiger fans back to T.A. Wright Stadium. Uh, playing to an empty stadium isn't a whole lot of fun. Uh, you know, we had an opportunity to play one game with fans and one without, and I definitely want to have it with fans. And I think any player will tell you the experience is completely different. Um, it has a practice element to it when there's no fans, so I'm excited. The Tigers are on the prowl in 2021, ready to claw down. The sports information director for the Tigers said that as of this week, the team is 90% vaccinated, but they expect that to be at 100% for that first game. And for now, the school is planning 100% capacity for sporting events this fall. The Tigers start the year on the road at Valdosta State September 4th and their home opener September 11th against Livingstone College. From there, they open conference play hosting Benedict College and Morehouse, then on the road at Kentucky State. 
Yeah, the back half of the season, the Tigers host Erskine October 2nd, and then on the 16th, they've got Clark Atlanta at T.A. Wright Stadium for homecoming, followed up by a two-game road trip to Albany State on October 23rd, and then at Fort Valley State the following week. Senior week, senior day for the Tigers, they'll host Edward Waters on November 6th. Taking a look at the preseason polls, Lindsay alluded to it in that story, but Savannah State picked to win the East, Albany State, Fort Valley, Morehouse, Benedict, and Clark Atlanta. Edward Waters and Allen were picked in the bottom of the division, but aren't eligible for postseason play. On the west side, Miles College picked to win the division. The Western Division champion slated to host the SIAC football championship game. As excited as the players are to get the season rolling, Lindsay, one Tigers player has to be looking forward to it more than anyone else on earth. That's right, Jay. Kyle Frazier has already beat his toughest opponent off of the field, and now he's ready to tackle his next challenge, being a collegiate football player. In the spring, the goal Kyle Frazier had been working toward finally came true, suiting up for the Tigers in a game. Mm, a myriad amount of emotions. Just walking from doing the Tiger walk from the arena to the uh, locker room and getting dressed and it's like every day was like going in slow motion. I was blinking and it was just like certain moments where I got that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like it's been, this about to happen. That game had been years in the making for Frazier. In April of 2019, when he was a senior in high school, just after signing with Savannah State and before his graduation, he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. It was just um, crazy, you know. I was finna go do something I always dreamed about. During the summer when he should have been lifting with his teammates, he was undergoing chemo. When the Tigers were on their way to their first winning season in more than a decade, Frazier was taking radiation treatments. He kept fighting so he could join his team in Savannah. There was a big part of my process to know I had a family come. They text me, you know, some test me before game day, some test me because they knew um, what day I was having chemotherapy. By December of 2019, he gets the news he had been waiting on. He's cancer free. Frazier came to Savannah and was working to rebuild his strength, putting weight back on when he was dealt yet another blow. After having his cancer diagnosis take the 2019 season from him, the COVID-19 pandemic would take away 2020. It was very frustrating. I was getting there and I was having fun with the guys, you know, having that camaraderie with the guys. But, um, you know, just talking to my friends, family, my mom, and she was just like, you just treat it as a bittersweet moment. You know, um, your time's going to come. You just use this time right now to get as, uh, back to 100% as possible. Um, use this time just to get better. So that's what I looked at it as. After playing two spring games in 2021, he hit the weight room always bringing motivation Let's go, Chris! and a smile. He never doubted his time would come. Never doubt, never, never had a doubt, never. After two long years, Kyle Frazier finally gets to play a season as a Savannah State Tiger. Kyle said it was his mother who really got him through the chemo and radiation, and he's excited to have her in the stands this year. Now, Lindsay, we turn our attention to the Clemson Tigers. Absolutely. Clemson looks to get back in the college football playoff for the seventh straight season. The Tigers welcome plenty of new faces on offense. They lose Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Amar and Amari Rogers to the draft. That's their leading passer, rusher, and receiver all gone. DJ Uyunglele impressed in his two games under center last year, and Davo Sweeney says that now is all about growth and evaluation. Where are we in the weight room? Where are we with our conditioning? Where are we with our leadership? Where are we with our chemistry? There's a lot of things that go into that, 
in the summer. In the summer, that's why we call it the transformation phase. That's where I think teams make their biggest uh, uh, leaps, you know, during, during this time. And some good news for the Tigers. Wide receiver Justin Ross was cleared after suffering a season-ending spine injury last year. Right now he's in COVID protocol, but Sweeney said that his journey to recovery was nothing short of remarkable. The Tigers, of course, opened the season against Georgia September 4th. They then host South Carolina State, followed by Georgia Tech, before hitting the road for Raleigh to face NC State. October 2nd, they host Boston College, then back-to-back -back ACC road games at Syracuse and Pitt. In the second half of the season, the Tigers will host Florida State October 30th, then travel to Louisville to face the Cards. On November 13th, they've got UConn, followed by Wake Forest, and of course, round it all out with the game against the Gamecocks at William Bryce Stadium. Taking a look at the ACC preseason polls, no surprise, Clemson picked to finish first in the ACC Atlantic, followed by NC State, BC, FSU, Wake, UofL, and Syracuse. North Carolina was picked to win the Coastal Division. It's a new era of South Carolina football as Shane Beamer takes over as the 36th head coach in the program's history. Beamer takes over a team coming off back-to-back -back eight loss seasons. The 2021 squad returns 14 starters from last year's 2-8 team, including former Bradwell Institute star Kevin Harris. The junior running back led the SEC in rushing yards a year ago and will be counted on to help lead the Gamecock offense, which also returns four starting offensive linemen. Beamer brings excitement to Columbia, and he wants to see growth out of his first team in 2021. We talk all the time about, you know, if, to, be tr to truly grow, you've got to have a great spirit about yourself and be uncomfortable. And that d uncomfortable or being uncomfortable leads to great growth and trying to put our guys in situations and practice that, you know, are are tough and challenging mentally and physically because we want to create those now in August because they're going to come up in Williams-Brice Stadium on September 4th and they're going to come up in Greenville, North Carolina week two and they're going to come up in Athens, Georgia week three and just trying to prepare our guys as much for those moments as we can with things that we simulate in practice. Harris had back surgery over the summer and missed all of the preseason practices so far. And the Hinesville native says that he isn't sure when he will be cleared to return, but believes he'll be back for the season opener. Speaking of that opener, they get things rolling, hosting Eastern Illinois and Columbia on September 4th. Two weeks on the road at Eastern Carolina and Georgia. From there, they host the Wildcats of Kentucky and Troy on October 7th. And then USC is facing the Vols in Neyland Stadium and hosting Vandy on October 16th. The 23rd, they head to College Station to face the Aggies, then host Florida. In November, on November 13th, they're at Mizzou, and they round out the year hosting Auburn and Clemson. Well, the first two seasons under Jeff Collins have been filled with growing pains for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. After reconstructing the program from the triple option attack of Paul Johnson, Collins and the Jackets believe this is the year they'll show what they've been building. The Jackets have won just six games in Collins' first two seasons, but have an enthusiasm entering the 2021 season. Quarterback Jeff Sims returns after starting all 10 games as a freshman, and running back Jameer Gibbs will look to build off his freshman campaign in which he led the Jackets in all-purpose yards and touchdowns. After two years of rebuilding, Collins believes that shows there is reason to believe Tech will show improvement. One of those is the focus he's seeing in his team this preseason. We're here. We really love each other. We feel confident in the direction that we're going. We've put in the work. We've taken our lumps. Now it's time 
uh, to take the next step. And, it, and it's exciting. Just how they can dial in, how they can focus, uh, show respect, give respect, all of those things is really cool. And it's a, uh, it's just a good vibe and it's a good demeanor that they have right now. We just got to continue to build on that as we go throughout the preseason. Tech is one of the youngest teams in the country with just 14 juniors and 12 seniors on this 2021 roster. They're going to be in comfortable quarters to start the season with four of their first five games of the season happening at Bobby Dodd Stadium, that lone road game in the stretch, a trip to Clemson and Death Valley. The month of November, though, will not be easy for Collins Group with road trips to Miami and Notre Dame and then closing out the regular season with arch rival Georgia at home the weekend after Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and downloading the WTOC Sports Podcast. We appreciate it. If you want to leave us a review, we wouldn't mind that either. We'll be back later this week with an end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast as high school football season is ready to kick off this week. I can't believe it's already here, but that time of year is upon us. So we'll uh, talk to you later this week. And again, thank you for listening.